everyone. This is Sarah McFarland from Inside Scientific, the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today's episode of Expert Answers features Dr. Phil Griffiths, a training and technical support specialist at 80 Instruments. He recently joined us for a webinar that explores the new 80 Instruments small animal telemetry systems. Let's jump in. All right, Phil. So our first question here for you is, what is the size of the rat telemeter? Okay, yeah, the rat telemeters are they're between 10 and 12 grams in weight, and they're about eight, uh, well, about the, the exactly 8.3 centimeters cubed in volume. The shape is kind of uh, unlike other systems where they're kind of cylindrical, it's kind of more of a flat, flat rectangle um, shape as well. Perfect. And do you know the minimum size of the rat for that size telemeter? Uh, 175 grams. All right. The next question here is, how many times can the telemeter be implanted if the first implantation and the subsequent implantations are between one and two months? Yeah, that's a really good question. The telemeters with that kind of length of implantation, that's a pretty standard implantation. And we recommend that customers should be able to get four or five uses out of the telemeters with that that duration. It varies a little bit depending on the telemeter model that you're using and the application that you're recording from as well. The pressure telemeters with that solid state sensor are just a little bit more sensitive to reuse, but but that four to five implantations for experienced users is 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 pretty standard. Okay, great. There's another question here. Are there any plans for a pressure volume catheter and for oximetry? That's, again, a good question. To the best of my knowledge, there's no plans to introduce a pressure volume telemeter at the moment. It's certainly something that would be very interesting, though, uh, to go alongside, obviously, the AD Instruments product offering from Miller in the acute PV loop catheters. So, yeah, I think it's it's something for the future uh, rather than something that I can comment on coming up soon. <laughs> of course. Okay, another question here. What about the size of the mouse telemeter and also the smallest animal that it can be implanted in? Mouse telemeters go into mice greater than 22 grams. They are 1.8 centimeters cubed. And I found out the other day for something that I didn't know is that they weigh three and a half grams. So. <laughs> Okay, perfect. All right, another question here. Is there a course offered to assist with catheter implantation? That's a little bit tricky at the moment with with COVID going on around the world. Within ADI, I'm the person who's got the probably the most expertise in planting the telemeters and being in Europe, it's difficult to, to travel anywhere. But it's, I guess, it's something that we'll look into. Uh, again, it's based in Europe, but we also have used and can use the Rene Remy training facility in the Netherlands as well, a microvascular training facility, which might be something that we um, look into a bit more as well. Okay. And then we also have another question here. Because of the wireless charging feature, do the telemeters actually heat up the animal at all? Yeah, that's a good question and a very common question that people ask. The short answer is no. The wireless power field generated by the smart pad and the T-base is quite smart. 
and it's constantly telemeter is providing constant feedback to the to the smart pad and the T base uh, to increase and decrease the level of that that wireless power field depending on how much power the telemeter needs at that time and so the actual heating of the the telemeter is 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 very minimal and there is actually a cutout for the telemeters as well so if they do heat up to over 42 degrees uh, centigrade then they will turn off the wireless power field of the smart pad just to ensure that they don't heat too far we've got some data on the uh, effect of implanting telemeters on the core temperature of, of animals as well to show that, that there is no effect any any small amount of heating kind of up to 40 degrees is dissipated pretty quickly through the animal as well. Okay, great. The mouse telemeters, you said that they're designed for single use. Is it possible to actually reuse them? So our advice uh, is that they are designed for single use. reason for that is that the electrode leads aren't filled with a silicon core. So you can get the ingress of blood and tissue and things into that that central core of those leads and, and possibly re-implanting them would lead to infection, which is a risk that you wouldn't necessarily want to undertake. So we don't recommend it. There is actually a reusable mouse telemeter in development at the moment, which uh, as far as I'm aware is fairly close to being released, but I can't put an exact time on that at the moment. COVID has meant that getting um, product feedback from customers testing them has been quite difficult. Of course. Yeah. Okay. You did mention that the rat telemeters can be used off the pad. How long can they be off the pad before the battery drops too low? So it's a fairly, well, the, the answer to that is four to six hours. And the exact time depends on the telemeter that you're using. So if it's a pressure telemeter, they draw a bit more power because of the uh, millicatheter. So they are at the lower end of the spectrum, so the four hours. The biopotential telemeters are at the six-hour end of, the, of that spectrum. And at the end of that, then it's just a case of returning the animal to the home cage uh, to, to recharge the battery with the wireless power field. And then you can repeat that experiment again another day. Okay, great. Does the wireless charging of the implants cause the animals to heat up at all? Yeah, it's, that's a good question. Common question as well. The the short answer is no. Um, the and we've got some data that we collected a few years ago to to support that as well. But basically, the the wireless power technology is quite smart, uh, and the field generated by the the smart pad and the T base is optimized based on feedback from the telemeter. So the telemeters constantly measure the, the temperature within the animal to make sure that they don't overheat. And if for any reason they are warming up, then they, they are able to disable the wireless power field as well. So there's, there's a lot of uh, built-in kind of fail-safes to make sure that that, that that doesn't happen. Okay, great. And then a somewhat rel- related question here. Someone has asked, does the telemetry systems, do they measure temperature? The rat telemetry system does measure temperature, yes. Uh, the mouse system doesn't. The rat system works that it measures temperature on a two-hourly cycle, so you get an updated temperature measurement of the, of the rat every two hours. Great. Another great question here. This question is, when reusing the EEG slash biopotential units between different animals, can you address how or whether one can lengthen the lead wires if needed? 
the answer to that is is that you can't at the moment. So each time that you explant them, you'll have to trim the lead wire a little bit. And the the best advice I can give to maximize use is to is to keep the amount that you have to trim those leads to a minimum. So you, for EEG recording, you have to embed them in dental cement to, to hold them in place. So be quite sparing in using that dental cement so that you, you trim as little as possible. The leads are quite long as well. So they're, I think off the top of my head, they're about 25 centimeters. So you should get a good few uses out of them before, uh, as long as you're careful as well, uh, before having to buy a new one. Great. All right. Another really awesome question here. So this person has said, I work in respiratory neuroscience, and I was curious if there were any applications regarding plethysmography methods. Currently, we use a pit tag telemeter for temperature monitoring. Are there any applications for this telemetry regarding respiratory research? That's a good question. In terms of plethysmography, no, there's nothing that you, I don't think that you can do with these telemeters for, for, for that. In terms of respiratory research, you could measure diaphragm or intercostal EMG to look at respiratory activity. And you can also measure pleural pressure as well using the, the pressure telemeters. But, but yeah, they're, they're the two, two main applications that I can think of for respiratory research. Okay, great. Another question here. In order to measure left ventricular pressure, where do you need to secure the transmitter? So that the body of the telemeter would be implanted in the abdominal cavity, and then the catheter is implanted in the left ventricle via the apex of the heart. So you go in through the diaphragm. There are webinar. Uh, there's a my colleague or ex colleague Sarah Jane presented a webinar on on the surgery approaches and in recording left ventricular pressure, which is available on the ADI website. And there are surgical videos on the ADI website as well, showing the um, the surgical approach for implanting for LVP. Great. Can blood pressure and cerebral spinal fluid at the lumbar level be recorded simultaneously? I'm not aware that anybody's measured CSF pressure in the spinal cord. It's possible. It just depends on, on the size of the sensor relative to the, the kind of space that you can put it in without causing too much damage to the spinal cord, I think. So because it's a two French sensor, which is 0.6 millimeters beneath the, the skull, there's plenty of room for that. To, to be positioned in the spinal cord it's, or in the, around the spinal cord. It's certainly possible, I think, but, but it would just be a bit of a tight squeeze. I think. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Our next question here is, is there co-housing possibility for the mouse system? Unfortunately not uh, at the moment. The mouse system, uh, yeah, the mouse system can't work with co-housing. So the only option for, for, for that is to have a, an unimplanted cage mate in, in there with the, the implanted mouse. Okay, great. And then this next question is kind of related. Is there a plan to scale up the mouse system to record multiple biopotentials and or the core temperature? I don't know the answer to that at the moment, unfortunately. It's certainly a question that, that people have asked of me previously about recording a couple of biopotentials from the mouse system. So yeah, at the moment, I, I don't think there are plans to do that. Something might happen in the future, perhaps. All right. 
Is there anyone you could recommend with experience placing sensors in the rat pulmonary artery? I'm assuming pressure. Yeah, I guess that's for pressure. I don't know anybody off the top of my head that does that, but it's if the person wants to contact me, then we can discuss it in a bit more detail. I think uh, rather than addressing that now, I don't think we've quite got enough time to talk about that now. hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune in to future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work, offer tips, tricks, and best practices, but most of all, share science. Don't forget to subscribe.